can understand why people get turned on by this. <laughs> Could make so much money. I know. <laughs> I think she just did. I think we should. <laughs> oh, and like Pornhub whispering stuff. <laughs> yes. like Love Island when the sounds are so loud with the lip smacking mm. like oh god annoying this bitch is bitches that have farted <laughs> I think we should leave it in I think we should <laughs> hi I'm Rumby and I'm Leo welcome to the TL podcast where we are coming together to talk about the lessons we are all learning whilst navigating through the peaks and troughs of life as young professional women so grab a cup of that herbal tea, coffee or something a little bit stronger and let's get right into talking about life, love, money, having fun and how we can all grow as smart, empowered and happy women. You are listening to the TL Podcast with Rumi and Leo. Hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you caught us in a private moment there. <laughs> <laughs> so we're still enjoying our... Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we did a bit of ASMR for you So if you got weirded out Sorry in advance or after <laughs> However If you did enjoy that then please send money to our paper Yes Thank you mm. We can do other episodes for you What does ASMR even stand for? So we google it mm. Yeah. So if you don't know This is that thing where people have I think like a fetish for hearing things That are really quiet with great sound definition so like they like to hear people whispering or chewing or eating stuff or just quiet things very quiet things so asmr is autonomous sensory meridian response mm. sometimes autosensory meridian response is a tingling sensation that typically be- begins on the scalp and moves down to the back of the neck and that is found a pleasant form of paresthesia it has been compared with auditory tactile synesthesia and may overlap with vision so that is. basically you are super turned on by quiet things mm-hmm. that you feel it fi- you feel it physically mm-hmm. wow that is a great fetish yeah Better well, than a foot fetish. Yeah. Yeah. I can take that. I can take ASMR. Yeah. I can't do like foot play. No, no. Gross. I mean, I would definitely. I don't mind. If someone <laughs> wants to pay me to hear me chew, <laughs> I could do that every day. Like, <laughs> hello, side hustle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder if there's a podcast with just ASMR. I'm sure there must be. There must be. Yeah. Because I, I know there's YouTube channels who do that. Yeah. Yeah. And they do really well. Yeah. Do you know what? My daughter, mm-hmm. she has this weird 
video that's <laughs> coming out. It's on the children's channel. What's he been searching? On YouTube. <laughs> so basically, after she's watched a few um, videos, mm -hmm. there's a video at the bottom, obviously, what grade was recommended, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And she always presses on it. And it's basically a car mm -hmm. that's driving over weird objects. So it's just, yeah. you can, all you see is the tyre going over like a Rubik's Cube or oh. going over and it makes an ASMR sound yeah. and she's glued <laughs> to that video. Really? Like it's so disturbing. <laughs> it's just like toys being smashed but they make all these weird sounds like uh, one is like Play-Doh being yeah. smashed and things like that. Mm. They make these weird sounds yeah. and I'm just thinking this, I wonder if she Maybe. likes the sound or likes to watch things being smashed. <laughs> I'm not sure which one it is. Either way, it's worrying. Either way, it's very worrying. <laughs> very worrying. It must give like a nice feeling then. It doesn't necessarily have to be a sexual feeling. No, Probably no, not. It's not. No, I don't but, think no. it's. <laughs> I don't think ASMR is necessarily sexual. Yeah. I think it's just it. It affects part of the brain mm -hmm. where you, you get can't turned help off. But <laughs> I'm not turned on. I don't think anyone gets I'm turned kidding. on. I'm <laughs> kidding. I mean, if they do, fine. I think they do. It's like a hard on from But like feet. they're saying, you know, the tingling sensation in your scalp mm -hmm. down your neck. Yeah. Like, it's just, I don't mm -hmm. know, there's a, a sensation something. that you get from it. It just hits something in you. Yeah. 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 Okay. Anywho, so welcome back to <laughs> the TL podcast mm -hmm. with me, Leo. And me, Ruby. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to do it. <laughs> I'm just going to keep doing it because it is who I am. <laughs> It is what it is. She is who she is. <laughs> Get with the program, people. Gosh. Leo says woohoo. Yeah. Every time we begin. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So, today's episode, we are talking about red flags. Red flags. Yay. <laughs> For those who don't know what red flags are, um, I think everyone knows what red flags are, but red flags are... These are the red flags you get. Warning signs. Warning signs mm -hmm. when you're dating someone mm -hmm. that should tell you this guy's not for you or this girl's not for you. So we will be exploring some of those red red flags. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And some of the red flags, I know some of you would want to tie these up into a little red bow yeah. and fall in love with it. Yeah. But we're waiting to spell that and tell exactly. you you're the red flag. Be a red flag. Some of us um, have been in places where we take the red flags and we tie it up into a beautiful bow and we stick it at the top of the Christmas tree. Mm -hmm. And then we like to look at it and show everybody like, oh, but look, it's so pretty. Mm -hmm. Look how cute it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's not that cute. Mm -hmm. If you've been dating a guy and they don't want to introduce you to any of their friends or family. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or they introduce you to just one. Just enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just a best friend because we all know best friends would just come and like peruse have a look and not say anything mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. but if it's nobody else then hmm. it's a red flag it's a red flag yeah i think because it's so natural to want to integrate the person you're dating with everybody else in your life because mm -hmm. your life you don't really exist in really hard compartments mm -hmm. so it's not like my family's here my friends are here my work is here my social life is here my this is over there mm -hmm. you kind of want them all to blend on some level so at yeah. some level some of your friends are going to know your family yeah, yeah and then it just goes like that so it's just unusual if you don't want 
your partner to be integrated into that. Yeah, yeah. This is not to say that you should just go and start demanding to see all his friends and family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a right place and right time for it. Mm-hmm. So I think it just has to be a natural progression in relationship to get to those stages. Yeah. Some people are really, really private. Mm-hmm. You know, unfortunately, it doesn't always necessarily mean this is the red flag if you're two months into a relationship. Just give it more time. But I think what could tell you is if you've gotten to a place where you're comfortable to invite them to your house or to mm-hmm. see friends or family and they've never once like invited you or introduced you to anyone, then I think you need to start asking yourself questions and how important are you in this person's life? Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Because yeah. if you are, if they do see something of you for the next few months or years or lifetime, then they're going to want to integrate you into their life. Yeah. So, red flag number two for me would be him comparing you to his exes, Ooh. or even in a good way. So, like, it can be, um, it can be nice to the ego to hear, oh my gosh, you're so much better than your ex, but in so many different ways. However, it's like, why? Like, what's that need to compare? What is the? Um, of course, you can learn lessons from a previous relationship, and and all of that, but it's why would you not arrive at a new relationship and view it as a mature person and think of it as a very bespoke situation it's a new situation you haven't been with this person before and it's the constant like oh you're so much better that means she's in the back of his mind that is a bar that you have to that you are going above yeah so you're always going to be compared you're not going to be judged as just you by yourself as just you shouldn't be comparing at all like Everyone should just have a clean slate when it's a new relationship. And the fact that he keeps comparing still means that he's still thinking about his ex. Yeah. And the more he thinks about his ex, even if you're better, yeah, there's something that he still misses yeah. about his ex. That's why he keeps comparing you yeah. to her. So If he'd moved on, then it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be. a comparison. It would yeah. just be like, oh, we're in a new relationship. Yeah. Yeah, we're in a new place, we're doing a new thing. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's an odd one. Yeah. I, I think um, there's something specific saying, like, this is how my last relationship was. Mm-hmm. I don't want this in this relationship. Yes. That's very different. So it's mm-hmm. not comparing, it's just saying, I want this to be different. Yeah. Which I think is more refreshing than someone saying, well, such and such used to do this, he used mm-hmm. to iron all my clothes or whatever. Yeah. Like, that's now that's comparing. Mm-hmm. So you're never ever going to be seen in your own image, in your own light. It's yeah. like you're overshadowed by yeah. this, you know, being who was before yeah. you. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and the funny thing is, if you did it, it would be a problem. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it, um, I think as women, you're much more wary to do it because you would have known somebody who's better than him in a lot of other aspects or in mm-hmm. different ways. Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't bring that up. So if you keep um, saying, oh my gosh, you're so much better than my ex because he was like this and you're like this, you're going to end up at a place where you're in a heated debate about something. Yeah, and, and then, he's going to bring it up. Exactly. And you've been pumping his ego compared to your exes this whole time. Yeah. Then you'd be like, oh, actually, my ex was so much better at communication <laughs> than you, shockingly <laughs> enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. So yeah, definitely comparisons are a big red flag um okay my 
avert red flag would be someone who has a controlling behavior. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, where to begin? <laughs> where to begin? Honestly, in this day and age, you'd be surprised how many people have controlling behaviors. You know, starting from telling you you can't go there, you can't do this, you can't wear that, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. you can't hang out with those friends anymore. Mm -hmm. I think that's the biggest one. Yeah. If someone tells you you can't hang out with your friends, yes, you know, I don't like that friend of yours, you should stop mm -hmm. hanging out with her. Yeah. Why in particular? Mm -hmm. Why in particular? Yeah. You know, so yeah, controlling behavior is a very big, big red flag. In so many ways, obviously, I think it gives you a window mm -hmm. to see what your future can be like, you know, in terms of like domestic violence and things like that. Because I don't think controlling behavior just stops at controlling behavior. Yeah. You know, it could be emotional abuse in the future. Mm -hmm. And yes, dog strap all this. Yep. If you can. Precisely. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, it's it's a weird one because I I would much sooner trust that you know what you're doing mm -hmm. like in terms of your friends or even like it's because people tend to be on different wavelengths quite similar to their friends yeah so if he has such a problem with your friends mm -hmm. then surely he sees that if he thinks that your friends are immoral well on some level yeah birds of birds of a feather oh mm -hmm. let me say this right birds of a feather flock together so he's basically saying that I don't want you hanging out with them because, you know, mm. you know, they get around or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, meaning you also get around. Yeah. Or you used to before you met me. <laughs> and if you go out with them, who knows who you're going to get around yeah. with, you know. Yeah. So he is literally saying you are who you hang out with. But why would you want to date somebody especially so these questions are geared towards the beginning of the relationship yeah so these are red flags at the start so if you're seeing that she's part of a group that you don't really rate that much or yeah. that you don't see them to be in a particular light yeah then why would you get in thinking i like you let me just like change you a little bit so that yeah, we fit yeah. together like you'd much yeah. sooner meet somebody who's already there yeah to be honest with you i think it's a red flag on both sides so let's say it was true that okay this girl hangs around with whatever i'm just gonna call them we'll say gold diggers or people who like blessers or something yeah right and you're saying well i haven't got that much money so mm -hmm. what's to say someone's just gonna leave the sugar daddy and just leave me you mm -hmm. know but that should be your own red flag to say yeah. this girl is not the type of girl you want to be with mm -hmm. again they could just be seeing things that really aren't there sometimes yeah. so let's say yeah you're saying yeah these girls are known to be you know to get around a lot or whatever so you must be one of them yeah but really do you know them that well to make that judgment exactly you know which yeah. you don't mm -hmm. so that would also be a red flag yeah. to the girl that oh right so you're painting me with this brush you don't even know me like that yes you exactly know? yeah so i think it's a it's a it's a red flag on both sides. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so if, if you met a guy and hangs out with Yahoo boys or whatever, you know. <laughs> I to mean, translate, that uh, is translate boys who are into fraud. Yeah, fraudulent boys. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then you'd be asking yourself, 
is he really that kind of person mm-hmm. or are you just judging them by the way they are maybe yeah. they're not mm-hmm. you know so so you need to be careful sometimes mm-hmm. when you're you know throwing out these things these yeah. accusations on people yeah unless if you have all your facts and you know So I think another one for me is, um, I suppose, the inability to make time for you. Mm-hmm. So if, let's say you've met somebody and you're dating and you're dating for the purpose of getting to know somebody. So that's literally what you're doing. You're gathering yeah. data on somebody, yeah. um, provided you're not dating for like the fun of it or whatever. But even then, like you actually have to make time to have fun with somebody. By fun, I mean sex. um yeah so you're there you're gathering your data you're gathering your your knowledge and your intel on somebody else you have to dedicate time to doing that you can't just expect them to slot in wherever you may have space in that month yeah um so if he can't dedicate an allocated time for you to actually get to know you then that's i think a lot of times we start assuming to go on Yeah, yeah so it's unlikely that He's going to switch up when he's like, oh, I actually really like him. He's not going to switch up when he decides to like you. He's going to continue yeah. the way he has been because he's already used to that pattern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. In the same way that if you start off actually putting time aside to get to know somebody and then when you like them, you're just going to do a lot more of that. You're going to prioritize yeah. them. You're yeah. going to dedicate the time that they deserve. Yeah. yeah. And then you're going to respect their time as well. I, I think that's true because sometimes like some people are so... Like, oh, yeah, he only sees me, like, once every two weeks. Like, oh, he doesn't call me <laughs> often. Yeah. You know, I keep calling him and he doesn't answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's married. <laughs> With three kids. Three kids. <laughs> A whole family, oh, girl. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. You've got your name saved as Pizza Hut in his phone. <laughs> oh, that's sad. Moving on. <laughs> What if he saves someone's name as no caller ID? Oh my god! <laughs> wow! And then, and then you act like oh, it's just some cold calling. Gosh, another one. <laughs> then why are they texting you? <laughs> oh yeah, oh, wow. they're gonna text Sunday. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, 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 that'd be good though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that we're not giving good. people tips and advice here. We're just saying. <laughs> No, we're, we're giving you things to look out for. <laughs> so if they do not answer no caller IDs with yeah. speakerphone, mm-hmm. red flag. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, babe, let me just step out to take this one. It's a business call. <laughs> I'm expecting an interview call at 7 p.m. <laughs> On a Saturday. <laughs> okay, then um, another... Another red flag that I have, um, or that I think is is just someone who's insecure. Yeah. Someone who's always gonna suspect something mm-hmm. from anything. Yeah. I think that's a big red flag. Yeah. And I know you said like some of these things you would see them at the beginning of a relationship, mm-hmm. but some people are very good at hiding who they are until like maybe you know six months in. Yes. You know, so red flags can really happen at any point. Mm-hmm. And I think some of these, especially with like insecurities, you wouldn't see them at the beginning, but they'll be gathering like, okay, these are the 
patterns, mm-hmm. you know, really Beautiful. saying, yeah. And then like yeah. when things start, when one day things just go off the page, mm-hmm. of course it's an alpha, you always want to feel tired. Yeah. But today was an alpha, mm-hmm. you know, or uh, this was from a freelance mm-hmm. and you forget about things. Yeah. Here's an eight. Yeah. Wear you for two hours, mm-hmm. you know, that sort of thing. So it's like people who are insecure, I think are being criticized, but I don't think they would ever get over yeah. that insecurity. It's true because I feel like if they're insecure, then you're basically being employed to add that security to their life. Yeah, yeah. So you're, to reassure you're, them constantly. Exactly, yeah. You're being brought in to bring that strength that they don't have when they mm. look at themselves. Mm, mm. Um, but I g- <laughs> okay, so I know that you say that it pops up a little bit later on, um, yeah. or a few but months it could. in. Yeah. Or it could be at the beginning. Yeah. But so. some people are just good at hiding things. But don't you think that in those scenarios where mm. it comes up a few months in, let's say six months in, and you've been so good at hiding it yeah. that it has shown up before and you just didn't notice it because it yeah. was so subtle? Yeah. Because yeah. I just, I'm not a big believer in people are great at hiding who they yeah. are. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's just, because when you look back like a year in and like the problems that you're going to have that are big, I really do think would have seen like yeah, a little yeah. smidge of it yeah. in month one, a little yeah. smidge in month two. I think we two. have talked about this, and I said, yeah, mm. definitely. Like, I think you would, you would have like the whole honeymoon phase where you're totally in love, mm-hmm. and it's still new. The relationship is new, and nothing could go wrong. Yeah, that you're into it so much that you won't see the red flags. Mm-hmm. I think that's when you're putting them but into. Doesn't little mean bones. they're not there. Doesn't mean they're yeah. not there. Yeah. But you're not you're just not clear enough to see that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I so agree. Because it's just I mean, I would even take it so far as to say that even like ten years down mm. in when you're getting a divorce or whatever, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. whatever it is that you're divorcing over. Yeah, yeah. There's a good chance that you saw a tiny little rice grain yeah, of it yeah. in the first six yeah. months anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it's very true. Um there's a lot of things that um when you're in a relationship, you say, "Oh yeah, I just remember. Yeah, I do remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do yeah. remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely." Mm-hmm. When you start to look back, you start to see, "Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that red flag was there." Yeah. But mm-hmm. that's why we're doing this episode. Yeah. So that the red flags, if they're already in your relationship, you can pick them out <laughs> one by one. And be like, oh, that's a red flag. Yeah. We need to address that. Yes. Because uh, yeah. sometimes red flags don't necessarily mean the relationship is over. Yeah. I think it just means it's something you need to address mm-hmm. because one person's red flag could be okay for another person. Mm-hmm. They could live with that. Yeah. You know? Yes. Exactly. So, um, so for example, let's talk about the one where someone isn't always readily available. Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah, you know what? It works for me. Mm-hmm. I live a busy life. Yeah. You know, whereas for someone else, they need you to be there constantly because their future life mm-hmm. needs you to be there. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that would be a red flag for you. Yeah, exactly. So I am a person who doesn't need you to be there constantly, mm-hmm. physically, um, as I've spoken about in past episodes. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, so I think I'd be fine with not seeing a mm-hmm. lot. Um, however, it's, you can still tell in that example when somebody's actually dedicating time to get to know you. Yeah. So, like, there will be the calls, there will be the FaceTimes, there will be the, when they really can, they will make time to actually yeah. come and see you and all mm-hmm. of those things. So, 
it's not gonna be like unless you live in different countries yeah. it's unlikely to be like oh yeah we've been speaking for two and a half years and we still haven't met <laughs> and she only moved down the road <laughs> i'm just so busy well. so busy <laughs> <laughs> exactly but yeah you should watch catfish if that's you because <laughs> you're being catfished <laughs> i'm sorry to be the one to tell you <laughs> but breaking news <laughs> video calls no coming around yeah. like he or hasn't had wi-fi in two years even, or maybe even they are doing video call but they're just not coming to see you yeah like i think that's still a big red flag mm-hmm. because they're probably seeing you in convenient times where you know the wife's not home the, yeah the wife or girlfriend's not home <laughs> and um <laughs> And yeah, it's just entertaining conversation, but they will not take the trip to come down to see you. Yeah, yeah. Or um, allow you to take the trip to come down and see them. Precisely. That's another red flag. Even if you're willing to. Yeah. Like, if someone always comes to see you, mm-hmm. but they don't want you to come to their house. Yeah. So that's, so that's an example of extreme independence. Like, far too independent. Does not need you around at all. Mm. However, I would say another red flag is when they have zero independence. So you arrive in their life and boom, you become everything. Yeah. You are my moon, my light, where the sun rises and sets. I cannot (laughs) breathe without you. (laughs) You bring oxygen to my body, that kind of thing. Yeah. So I think it's, it's so healthy to have your own sense of identity. And it's attractive when somebody else has theirs too. Um, I'll talk more about this on the episode where we talk about um, the things to look for in a person. Yeah. Um, but it's, yeah, it's too much because you're, you're becoming their mom or mm-hmm. their dad. Mm-hmm. And do you really have time for that? Yeah. yeah no. No, no, you don't. <laughs> but some people are just like that, you know. Like, that's what I mean. That Those are some of the things where someone else will come in and say you know what i'm okay with that i can be their mom <laughs> you know, even just saying it, I've been it's looking hilarious it's literally <laughs> hilarious you know coming to take care of you but yeah. no some people do want someone who can take care of them mm-hmm. and some people are there to actually say you know what i will take care of you honey baby. Yeah. you know yeah. like they will like that whereas you know some of us are just kind of like no you know what wipe your own butt <laughs> like, <dude>. yes <laughs> Yeah. No, but what I meant was if not about them being independent, but they just don't want you to come to their house. They always have an mm-hmm. excuse for why you can't yeah. come to visit yeah. them. You can't come and stay over. Mm-hmm. They would still, still rather you, mm-hmm. you know, they would come visit you. Yeah. And it's just that question, what is at their house that yeah. makes them not comfortable to, you know, invite you over mm-hmm. to see? Yeah. Nine times out of ten, there's a few reasons. A wife. A wife. <laughs> Children. <laughs> a house share. <laughs> with some very questionable roommates. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, they're 40 and they're still house sharing. It's <laughs> <laughs> a red flag. Luminous <laughs> um, red. Yeah, so many. So mm. many red flags why. So, um... I think, yeah, you need to reevaluate that. It's tea flexion time with Rumbi and Leo. So, my tea flexion would be 
that you know what you don't have to be able to define your red flags in bullet points or lists or you don't even have to be able to put it into a sentence where you're describing what it is that you're feeling if something just doesn't feel right to you then acknowledge that because mm-hmm. that's another thing that i say about a lot of women when you look back and your relationship is ending you knew like or when you get like a nasty surprise or something mm-hmm. it's something that you would have known anyway like mm-hmm. deep down you would have shut it shoved it away for different reasons maybe mm-hmm. you were in the honeymoon period maybe you just were like mm-hmm. i don't have any evidence of whatever it is so i can't be right maybe mm-hmm. i'm genuinely just being crazy mm-hmm. but if you think you know something then nine times out of the t- out of ten you do know something yeah yeah and you don't need to do anything other than listen to your gut yeah. and follow that no that's so true like i think when i think about it red flags again i think it's just the same as one man's meat is another man's poison yep it's got to be um you have to evaluate like what is it you expect from a relationship and if you can start see seeing those early signs and from the beginning that okay right okay so he doesn't do this or she doesn't do this or she does this it's something that i don't necessarily agree with yeah you know don't be blinded by you know the love goggles (laughs) (laughs) you need to start addressing those things okay Mm -hmm. you know what this is what i expect in a relationship and i think that's where that communication comes during Mm -hmm. dating when they always say did you guys ever talk about this before you were married Mm -hmm. that's those are the conversations that you need to have yeah because those red flags can either lead to the breakup of the relationship or lead to you getting married and then them festering into a really horrible marriage because Mm -hmm. you didn't address it before you got married or whilst you're dating so when you do see them i think the first thing you must is to like completely quit unless it's a a big no-no for you and it's Mm -hmm. like a no but if it's something that you think okay you know what we can talk about it and we can address it then yeah by all means do address it do that (laughs) do that but yeah just please just be happy like know to ask for what you want in a relationship if there's a red flag and nothing is being met then yeah that's Mm -hmm. fine Mm -hmm. then just go and please power to the people power to the people thank you (laughs) yep all right (laughs) well have a good day everyone i hope your week is fabulous fabulous Bye. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of the TL Podcast. We hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as we did recording it. Go ahead and hit that follow or subscribe button on your listening platform and don't forget to turn on your notifications so you don't miss any new episodes. I know I definitely have a lot more to say on this topic, so come join the conversation on social media. Go ahead and comment or direct message us. We'd really love to hear more of your thoughts on this topic. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter and YouTube on our handle which is at the TL podcast or our website www.thetlpodcast.com